Welcome to Right, Just, and Inconvenient, a podcast where we talk about the Catholic faith and our walk towards holiness in today's cultural climate. We're your hosts. I'm Alex. And I'm Amanda. And we are both Catholic wives and mothers trying to raise the next generation of good and decent Catholics in today's world. And even though we don't always get it right ourselves, we invite you to walk with us on this journey to holiness. Today we are going to talk about a pretty relevant topic, sadly, um, just war. So we, of course, um, as Catholics, have a stance on war. And with all that is happening in the world right now, um, we felt it an appropriate time to make sure we knew where the Catholic Church stood. And um, even though... Like, weapons in war, and I feel like the caliber of destruction that we are capable now versus, you know, a hundred years ago is insanely different um, and way more vast. The actual moral rules surrounding war really don't change. Right. Um, I mean, like all of Catholic teaching, it's just, it's very um, constant. So... Which works out well, because, you know, once you know it, you know it. But a lot of times I feel like the just deciding on the morality of actions now is a lot more difficult, I think, than it was when, like, people were fighting with, like, sticks, stones, spears. I mean, even guns. Yeah, I think it's definitely more difficult. There's a lot more... um... I guess gray area? Yeah. Like where, I mean, I guess because some things have never happened before or some things just happened at the end of a war. Like, so we don't have like... Like World War II. Yes. I'm talking about World War II. I'm talking about World War II. <laughs> but like, we don't have like a ton of experience navigating those specific... Which I mean is good. Weapons. Yes, it is good. <laughs> we use enough of those, the whole world will be destroyed, which isn't... But at all, which is why um, the Catholic Church does find nuclear warfare to be immoral. I mean, that's not exactly where I wanted to start, but since we're there, yeah, well, <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, I think first it's important to say that, like, um, when it comes to war, we and by we I mean not me, but <laughs> leaders of states, nations. Um, need to avoid war like war should be avoided at all costs like um you need to at least put forth all efforts to avoid war before deciding to enter into war yeah and um, i think that the the upsetting part a lot about the subject is by the time you get around to having this conversation um oftentimes it's it's kind of too late you know like with what's going on right now in the Russian in in the Russia in Russia in everything's the the for Amanda <laughs> the Russia uh, the Walmart <laughs> but Russia and the Ukraine uh, <laughs> but um it's not funny no it's not but um 
but yeah, like it's already going on. Like people are active, like people's lives are actively being destroyed right now. So at this point, like peace, at least for those two groups, the peace is, peace is not happening right now. Um, right. So it, it's, it's hard to backtrack. Yeah. I mean, and, and I guess everything, like, I guess what, what is coming now is like the other nations, maybe NATO right. that like has to think about whether to get involved in the war or not. And what the catechism says about that is it says, um, and this is in the catechism, it's 2308. It says, all citizens and all governments are obliged to work for the avoidance of war. However, as long as the danger of war persists and there is no international authority with the necessary competence and power, governments cannot be denied the right of lawful self-defense once all peace efforts have failed so um so that's something i assume um leaders are looking at right now like what else can we do yeah i mean and it looks like nothing good is coming but i feel like what like watching what's going on right now like i don't think that there is like really an international authority that is able to put a stop to this i mean we're watching i think an attempt, like, with, with all these, like, sanctions and whatnot that are being put in place against Russia. Um, but I don't know if I, if I expect fruitfulness from those attempts. Right. Um, so, there, um, are, so, like, once you have decided, like, okay, now we need to start thinking about entering into war. There are um, three criteria for entering into war according to the Catholic Church. And this is, uh, I think it's Aquinas, like, came up with this idea, or... I was about to ask you if this was, like, Pints with Aquinas, or, like, St. No, Thomas like Aquinas. St. <laughs> Thomas Aquinas. Um, but it says... Um, uh, authority of the sovereign, so, like, like, you can't just, it can't just be, like, a citizen being, like, okay, we're going to war. Like, it has to be someone with, like, like, a state authority. And then there are plenty of people on Facebook right now that are in comment sections making those very individual decisions. Yeah, okay, we're going to war. <laughs> Gather up. Yeah, but it has to be someone with, like, authority that makes this war decision. Um, and then there has to be, um, a just cause and a proportionate cause of that. And then, um, the intention has to be good. Like, to do good. That more good comes out of it than bad. Yeah. I also think, like, I was thinking about this, um, when we were talking about, like, the whole, like, nuclear warfare moral dilemma. Um, which really, I guess, like, isn't really a dilemma in the Catholic Church. Like, they clearly outlined what, you know, what those guidelines are. But... Um, Catholic morality is never about I feel like the means to an end like you can't like even if the end of something is good you can't use questionable means to get there you know like right um, which I think comes into play here well it's like, so, like the the saying I guess uh all's fair in love and war <laughs> like that's not true <laughs> yeah it's not it applies to like uh 
like baby making too like like when the catholic church is teaching on like things like ivf i was thinking about that <clears throat> on the car right here <laughs> uh, i'm sorry i'm just struggling right now like i'm really out of breath and this baby's pushing on my she's lungs. very pregnant and i just drank a smoothie and i had a lot of spinach in it and i'm just not <laughs> all right that's oversharing there it is right there <laughs> Um, but on the car right here, I was just thinking about this in the context of IVF, and I don't know why, but, like, I did. But, you know, like, the, you know, we're very pro-life faith, and, like, we very much support, like, the creation of new life, but, like, we don't support all the means to get to the creation of new life. Right. Yeah, um, that's true. So, just because the church is pro-life and encourages procreation doesn't mean that it encourages all the means to get there. In the same way, like, there are circumstances where the church says, yes, like, this is a just war. Like, this is a reasonable time to get involved and to do something. It doesn't just give a free pass or a free-for-all to the whole thing. Yeah, like... You can't do anything you want. Um, like, for instance, like, a, like a prisoner of war. Like, you have to treat your prisoners fairly. And, um, you have to, like, obey the normal moral law. Like, basically... If it's wrong outside of war, it's still wrong. It's still wrong. Like rape, murder, like those things are still wrong. Like if you're like in combat, yes, like defend yourself. Like you're in war, like that's fine. But like not just, you can't just do anything you want because you are like, and I'm doing air quotes, but like in (laughs) wartime, like, yeah, if, if, Alabama tomorrow declares, if the state of Alabama tomorrow declares war on the state of Georgia, let's say we go at, that doesn't mean that, like, I get to run into Atlanta and unload in the middle of a public square and shoot a bunch of innocent civilians. Like, that's not how the morality of war works. Not at all. Regardless of the fact that we are actively engaged with war in Georgia. (laughs) And then the last thing is, like, that it, it um you can't direct like warfare and like this obviously applies to like nuclear warfare but like also just like like large bombs and i don't know um amelia has something she would like to contribute to honestly <laughs> i was just talking over her because i don't even notice like sometimes um obviously like, quit interrupting her she's trying to talk <laughs> poor kid um there, warfare directed at large yes <laughs> but obviously there's like and i don't know much about weapon names but there are like like bombs that can destroy like a good chunk of cities and like that is wrong like uh, like largely populated areas like large cities like targeting entire cities like that is wrong and um this is what the catechism says it says Every act of war directed to the indiscriminate destruction of whole cities or vast areas with their inhabitants is a crime against God and man, which merits firm and unequivocal condemnation. A danger of modern warfare is that it provides the opportunity to those who possess modern scientific weapons, especially atomic, biological, or chemical weapons, to commit such crimes. So, 
Um, I mean, that's pretty clear. And it's scary because this is a time where we have those weapons. But it doesn't make it okay to use them to target, I mean, any place, I guess, because they're so large. Did you ever watch MASH? Like the... <laughs> did you ever watch, like, the... It was on, I think, I think it was on air in, like, the 60s? No, I know what show you're talking about. Okay. I'm gonna say, everybody, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. I still know, okay. but I know I didn't. <laughs> well, um... Well, there's a Catholic priest character that I feel like you would very much enjoy. But, um... I saw, I scrolled past this thing on Facebook, I think yesterday. And I remembered, like, watching the episode of M.A.S.H., where, like, this discussion happens, but, like, uh, Pierce is, like, actively doing a surgery, and he's talking to the priest, and they're talking about war versus, like, hell, and, um, Pierce is basically saying that war is worse than hell, and the priest is just like, how do you figure? <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, like, the people that are in hell, like, they, they've chosen to, to be in hell, like, they've, they're, who's in hell, like, who ends up in hell, and he's, like, talking about, like, you know, sinners, people who choose that, like, they won't, they're not necessarily just, you know, innocents, and he's, like, but the victims and casualties of war, like, are largely, a lot of times, innocents, um, grandmas, cripples, civilians, um, especially when we talk about, like, these big, like, huge bombs, nuclear warfare, weapons of mass destruction, all of that, like, I mean, it's just the gravity of that is huge when you think about it that way. But I don't know. When I saw it, it just made me think about it, and then I wonder if you've ever seen it. I have not. Uh, but, um, I also don't know who Pierce is. Oh. You don't have to explain it. It's okay. <laughs> I was going to. I know. <laughs> Amanda has a funny habit. This is, is it a I funny feel like habit, I, or is it annoying? <laughs> I'm going to call it funny. <laughs> Uh, Amanda has a funny habit of, like, telling stories with people's names in it, like, that I've never met, or, like, I have no idea who they are. You said you were familiar with the show. Yeah, I've heard of it. I don't know who anybody is on it. You knew my rendition of the theme song. No, I just was saying that I... Did you just humor me? No, I was saying you singing the theme song isn't going to make me know it more or less. that's fair. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, the, the saddest part about war is, like the innocent, the casualties. I mean, even right now, like, seeing all the videos of, I mean, I've seen, like, like, babies, like, in bomb shelters in Ukraine, like, like, premature babies. I mean, there are some really sad stories. I follow a girl on Instagram that is pregnant, like, I want to say 38 weeks pregnant, who is trying to flee um, the country, and, I mean, she was separated from her husband for a minute, like, they ended up reuniting, thankfully, but, like, I mean, I can't imagine, and she's from Texas, actually, like, she's not Ukrainian, her husband is, so they're trying to get to Poland, I think, but. I, um, like, talking about how much, like, the weaponry has changed, and, like, the caliber of destruction has changed in the last hundred years, like, the exposure has also changed, like, how much of it is available, like, the fact that you and I have both, like, watched videos on Facebook, seen videos on YouTube, what we've seen on the news, like, just what's available to you, like, not just from the media, but, like, from just 
people posting like this is what I'm seeing right now yeah. and I have the ability to film this and show it and it's just very raw and very real and like the destruction just from like from the same place that you see people like I don't know showing their baby doing something cute yeah is the same place you're seeing like like terrible destruction like happen to like cities it's not a blurry black and white tank like on a history channel documentary like it's or even on the news like this is in front of you yeah and in hd quality and honestly consuming it is like it's scary it is like i mean i know it's way scarier to be there but like it's scary to wonder what what's going to happen next and and it's scary to think that like all these people are going through so much that we can't help with like we're sitting here on our phones like scrolling and we come up like come up to a video that is like so sad of what's going on there and you watch it and you get sad and maybe yeah. you even say a prayer which you should I mean, if you're if you're passing a sad video, like take a second to say a prayer. But then you stop, and maybe you keep scrolling. Maybe you stop and you put your phone down right and now, you honestly, make dinner. But like, like stopping, stop just like keeping scrolling. Like, does that make like I think that what yeah. we need to focus on right now, as Catholics, as Christians, as followers of Christ, I think we need to focus on like the powerful impact that we have the opportunity to make with prayer. Yeah. Um, because honestly, honestly, I think this whole situation, like nuclear weapons included, are beyond what we're capable of helping um, individually in our situation. I think it, it has to be up to God. But I think that divine intercession and the intercession of Mary, too, like anybody, uh, angels, saints, like <laughs> anything you can throw at it should be thrown at it for sure and and pope francis has asked us to dedicate our fasting to um to this cause that's that's such a good idea pray for peace um so if you are catholic if you're not catholic um this ash wednesday like we are called to fast and well i'll finish my sentence first we're called to fast for peace in in ukraine and um if you are like me and um, or Amanda uh, pregnant or nursing, you can fast from other things. Like we talked about last week, you can fast from social media. You can fast from scrolling. You can fast from listening to music on your drive to work. And in those times, dedicate what you're missing to yep. to peace. And a lot of times, fa- fasting from those like non-food things too, like opens up. T- like often, it's like something that sucks on your time. Yeah. So it usually opens up more time too to like focus on things like extra prayer and meditation. Yeah. And um I think we can close by just saying that um like we are praying like intensely. There are ways to pray with um others. I know Hallow has um a community rosary right now. Like that you can pray every day. I've been praying it. Um even the three minute meditation if you don't have time for a full rosary. But now's the time to make time um, because this is big and your prayers may be the best thing you can do. And never feel like your prayers like aren't good enough or don't count. Like every single one of them matters in the heart and eyes of God. So pray for Ukraine. Um, we'll be praying for you. Please pray for us.
keep seeking truth.